Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast. Today we're doing it on Arsenal, which could be quite a controversial topic for me. I'm here with Sahil. How are you doing, Sahil? I'm fine. Thank you for having me, Josh. No worries. Um, so when did you first start supporting Arsenal? Um, I probably started supporting them when I was around 10. And yeah, ever since I've been an Arsenal supporter. Yeah, it's, I think it was similar for me as well. And um, it's been getting more and more painful as the years have gone on, as I'm sure you'll agree. I know, I can't remember watching Champions League football for such a long time now. Yeah. And it doesn't look look like it's going to happen anytime soon either. No, it really doesn't, does it? Let's get into it. So this is Arteta's third year in charge now, and I think it's kind of make or break. Um, We finished in eighth place last season, very disappointing. And it's mainly due to the shocking first half of the season we had, because since Christmas, we've actually placed third in the league. And there's one player who sort of broke into the team at around the halfway stage, and that's Emil Smith-Rowe. Do you think he's going to be a key part of our team for this season? Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm really excited for um, Smith-Rowe, and especially like we lack like creativity. And we saw that in the first half of the season, last season so much. We lack so much creativity. And he's like the definitely the key to that. He can play almost anywhere, and like the, he can play as a number ten, or he can play on the left as well. And yeah, he, he seems really exciting for this season. Yeah, um, as an English youngster, homegrown talent, we all have a bit of a soft spot for him. I'm gonna be getting an Arsenal shirt with his name on the back, most probably. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Um, there's a lot of talk of us bringing in a more creative midfielder, and. I'm sure you've heard there's loads of links to James Madison for a fee in excess of 60 million. What do you think about him? Um, obviously, like we do need, I would love to have another midfielder like come into the club, but I, I'm not sure about Madison and whether he's like the best fit and whether he's worth the 60 million that we want. And like, obviously, he's the kind of player that we want, but I'm, I'm just really not sure whether he's he, he's really much of a step up from Emil Smith Rowe, who, who I would prefer to the number 10 position. Yeah, agreed. It seems ludicrous to be paying 60 million plus for a guy who we wouldn't see as much better than what we already have. I guess the the thing that Arteta could be looking at is if Smithrow picks up an injury or just for adding squad depth because Smithrow can play on that left wing and then we can have Madison in yeah, and they yeah, both yeah. both their heat maps, if you look at them. They're both central and left areas, so they can often interchange. And I think they'll really help with the creativity because we did struggle last season in that area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also, I think it's a lot of do is like the, the English tax on these players. For example, Ben White was 50 million, where yeah. obviously, like, he's just, he's not really proven himself to be a 50 million worth player, especially when you see like Varane going to, to United for less and he's a like multiple Champions League winner. So I think it's just with English players, that, that price tag just sort of comes with it. Um, I think the thing with Ben White is he had such a long contract still with Brighton. No real reason to leave Brighton. And Brighton had no real reason to sell him because they're doing fine financially. And he's so young as well and English. And he made the English Euro squad. And he's just proved himself to... Yeah. I, I think in the season that he's been in the Prem, he's proved to be a really solid defender. He needs to show more longevity to it and if he can perform how he did for Brighton for us for the next five ten years I'll be really happy with the signing but 50 million is a lot for a yeah. club like us who aren't known to spend a lot so I understand yeah for sure 
But like, um, I, I am happy that we got a centre back. You know, we haven't got the the best like squad depth in in centre backs. Like, only other option was like Pablo, Mari, Rob Holding, which mm-hmm. which aren't like on on like you know they aren't the best options to be honest. I would yeah. I'm happy with Ben White, but hopefully he performs to you know the fifty million like price. Even, uh, even just watching him in pre season, he looks so composed on the ball. Um, since Louise left, we we've been crying out even before him. To be fair. We've been crying out for a right-footed ball-playing centre-back and I think Ben White fits the bill because, let's be real, not a lot of players would have wanted to have come to Arsenal this season. We're not exactly pushing for anything. We're not even in Europe. So to get someone like Ben White still on board, I think that just shows how much the Arsenal name still holds. And um, Even if, like, the... It's fine, yeah. Um, even though like we we aren't we don't have any like European um, like competitions next season, I think we still have like have had a better transfer window than yeah like Spurs for example. Um, like we've we've signed um, like three three players right, and they all seem like good talents and like for the future as well, which is exciting. But there's still so much more to be done, and like we, we it it needs a few more transfer windows and a, a lot of money, I think, to to get Arsenal back to like a Champions League or even Europa League winning side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if anything, uh, as you said, having no Euro- European football will help us focus on the league. We have, um, I'd say we have a pretty good starting eleven. It's just the depth that we're lacking in. And that's where the league can come yeah. into play. You have players like Kieran Tierney who pick up so many injuries just because we have to play him every week because we don't have many cover yeah. options for him. So I think just having the Premier League to focus on will really help him. I think he's a he's a future captain at the club. He gives his all on the pitch, but the way he plays just mean plays. He means he'll always pick up injuries. I feel, and um, yeah. we've now we've now got an an option to back him up in Nuno Tavares. Do you know much about yeah. him? Um, if I'm honest, before I saw the San Arsenal, I haven't heard much about him, but. Um... From what I've seen, like since he signed, um, like, like he seemed like he was a really good, really good in Portugal and um, like a good young talent and good, yeah. it's at least good to have a backup option. We didn't really have a, a real proper backup option for for um, for Tierney. We'd be playing like Cedric in that position and Saka would be coming in there. So I think it's going to be a, a solid backup there. Yeah, and I'm under the impression he can also be a good backup option at right back. He's played a few games there but for Benfica and we've seen him there in pre-season. So yeah. for 8 million euros, a 24-year-old left back in the mould, you know, he's like an attacking fullback, like an Alfonso Davies, obviously not to the same yeah. level, that style. I think it's a great option, just what ex- exactly what we needed yeah. on a tight budget because you look at players like Lacazette, Anketia, Bellerin, Jacka, the list goes on of players we've been unable to sell and generate funds for this summer. Exactly, Do you think yeah. there's any that we'll be selling this summer? Any that you have an inkling will let go? Um, I think there's been lots of talks about Joe Willock as, um, going to, to Newcastle mm-hmm. for a fee of like 20 million, which I think the fee is okay, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I would want him to go. Yeah, because he was really, English, really good in those last few games for Newcastle. Um, I guess the um, it just the, the thing with Willock is Arteta's quite rigid on his systems, and I'm not quite sure where he fits in. We know that yeah. Arteta really favours a four-three-three actually, but because um, he doesn't have the personnel, or he claims not to have the personnel yet, I think he's often gone for a four-two-three-one, which is why we're so focused on Madison. 
but yeah. yeah, I think for 20 million as well, it will fund some of the other players we want. And it's not a yeah. bad sell. We've got a sell-on clause as well, 25%, which isn't bad. And I think he has a release okay. clause in the contract too of 40 million if a Champions League club makes an offer. So that's almost like a buyout clause that we've still got in him. That is really good. I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, that, that is really good. He's yeah. quite young as well. So he'll definitely yeah. be going on to like a, a bigger club if he performs in Newcastle. Yeah, and 20 million also, on the price. Yeah. Also, Xhaka would be... We saw Xhaka was almost about to go to Roma um, and it looked almost certain as well, but that fell through. Mm. Um, so there, there are a lot of like... There's a lot of dead weight at the club that needs to be like... That's like long overdue that had to be sorted out. And I don't, I can't see anything happening this season. Lacazette should have been gone like last season, probably. Yeah. Even though he performed all right for us this season. Yeah. He should have been gone last season. I think you've and got to ask like questions. Bellerin. You've got to ask questions of the board as well and of Edu and Arteta for not being able to sell off these players. Yeah, of course, it's a COVID market and we're not able to get the best fees. But you look at clubs around us, like Chelsea are selling their seventh choice centre-back to Crystal Palace for 20 million. And this is the same as Joe Joe Willock, who scored eight and eight for Newcastle after already going on loan. You know, they had a taste of what he's like and they're still able to pay what I would say is a cut price fee. But I guess that's the price you pay when your assets aren't as valuable as a club like Chelsea's. Yeah, like I I saw we were even, um, we were interested in getting Tammy Abraham in, which I, Mm -hmm. I... if I'm honest, I don't think that's much of a step up from Aubameyang. Um, not mm. at all. And like we were going to pay like a, a fairly high fee for Tammy Abraham. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, forty million yeah, is a really lot of, get rid of the players. Yeah, I've, I've not. I mean, I think he's, you know, like he he has all the attributes to be a great striker, but for whatever reason, it's not worked out at Chelsea. So I don't see any reason why it would work out for us necessarily. We'd be yeah. selling Lacazette, hopefully, for we want to sell him for 15. And we also want to sell Enketia too for around the 15, 20 million mark. And they've both only got one year left on their contracts. You know, it's not looking great. I'm not sure we're yeah. going to be able to get those fees for players who I would say are worth that amount of money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, like I just I don't think the the business like side of Arsenal is is just not good. You see, we sold um, Martinez, who's incredible, for like twenty million. Now we're looking to get Ramsdale for thirty million, which oh, is just, it just doesn't make sense. Don't get me started on Ramsdale. I've seen <laughs> quoted of thirty five million for a goalie who's xG stat prevented. So the amount of chance it based on the quality of the chance, they give you an expected goals stat. And mm-hmm. the number that he prevented was so bad. I think he conceded more than he should have. And a lot of other goalkeepers, oh, like Emi Martinez, conceded way less than he should have. And so for yeah. a goalie who's got such bad stats, has been relegated for the past three seasons at all his previous clubs, I don't see why we're going all out for him. I've heard it's a lot based on the goalkeeping coach, but... At what point do Arteta and yeah. Edu step in and say, you know, we've got Onana on the market for five, six exactly. million. Sam Johnston as well at West Brom. I thought he had a great season. And if you look at West Ham did, too, yeah. they made a loan bid of two million for Ariola, option to buy 11 million. Yeah, and, and that was a really 
good deal by West Ham, yeah. I, I don't see why we're not going in for deals like that, you know. I think that would be absolutely perfect exactly. for a club like us. Especially when there are players in the market that are available and that, that like, coming to Arsenal would be a step-up for them as well. It's just I don't know why we're getting why we're so interested in Ramsdale. It's just yeah, it's like Onana would be incredible. Like he would be taking he would be fighting for like number one with with Leno as well. Mm. So I, I think yeah, I think the reason actually is because um, of his ban. I think he's banned for the next six months, so he'll miss yeah. the first half. Then when he finally gets out of the ban and he can start training at least. He goes off to the African Cup of Nations. So at that point, you've lost like oh, yeah. nine, ten months in a goalkeeper. And it's essentially like you haven't replaced him. You know, what happens if Leno gets injured? We'll be in deep yeah. trouble. So I can sort of see the thinking why not to go for on- Onana, but I don't think there's enough reasons to still stick to Ramsdale. You know, if maybe yeah. if we could get him for 15 million, I would be okay with it but yeah even then i'm still not totally convinced let alone the ludicrous 35 million that's being quoted exactly that's 35 million especially when we have like positions that like need like more attention to like the right back and a center mid like party has been he's been good but he's been injured he's gets injured so much and he's injured now as well for the first like few weeks of the season and which will mean we Jack will obviously start, and I just don't want to see Jack El Nani be playing. I think um, look, Albert Sambi Lakonga, our new signing for Mandalay, yeah. 21 years old. He was club captain there under Vince and company. Him and Arteta had deep conversations about where he can play, where he fits in. And I think he's mm-hmm. going to really impress everyone and shock everyone this year. From what I've seen in pre season, he can bring more creativity into our midfield. He's just so the intensity is already there to yeah. come there and the drive and the hunger. I just think he suits our system pretty well, actually, and I'm really looking forward to him. I've got a. He's also quite. He's also quite flexible where he can play in the midfield as well, which is really like useful for us. Yeah. Because we've just got we've got quite a few CDMs, so we more like you know holding midfielders, box box midfielders that can like provide some creativity rather than just like hold the ball and yeah. Yeah. And he's um, got really impressive stats. So he ranked fifth in the league for passes into the final third per 90 in Belgium with 34.7. And yeah, I just think he's he looks a really solid option. And I'm not going to yeah. be afraid to see him in a starting lineup on uh, up against Brentford. But yeah. I guess my only concern is like the, that Arteta will go for like maybe a player with more experience, Jacques and any, you know? Yeah. And then... Maybe Emil Smith throw ahead of them oh, at number 10. Hopefully but. not El Nenny, but Xhaka and Lakonga did start the pre-season friendly against Tottenham on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that's a sign of things to come because Xhaka actually had a great yeah. year, to be fair to him. I think, mm-hmm. you know, there have been rifts between him and the fans. And at the time, we thought it was right for him to go. But if we don't get the right price for him, I'm happy for him to stay. Definitely, He's got the quality and I hope he can just prove more consistency to us fans. Um, but the main thing the, I'm actually... Was trying to like... Go on. I was, was going to move on, so if you want to... Oh, okay. I was just saying that, like, I think the fans are starting to grow on Jacker as well, like, this last season, because he, he has been, like... He, had, he has made, like, some silly, you know, um, like, tackles and challenges and stuff, but he's been, like, kind of reliable, and he's he played well for a lot of the part of the season, defending and, you know, even when he's put in a... 
played a left back for a few games. Like he wasn't the best, but like he was he was not horrible being yeah. played so far out of position. Agreed. I just think our main problem is actually attacking output because I'm really struggling to see where we're going to get our goals from this season. We've got an Abamyang who's so out of form. I've never seen anything like it from him. This preseason's been really worrying and it doesn't look yeah. like it's improved at all from last season. And then you've got Lacazette who just, I'm not sure what it is. He just seems to get this close to latching on the end of a Tierney cross or a cutback and he just slashes exactly. at it. There's just some, yeah. something not quite there. I'm not sure he completely fits the system. And then we've got Martinelli as well, who's just returned from a gold medal at the Olympics, which is great for him. Um, Klopp's famously referred to him as a gem of the century, a find of the century. And that's not something that Jurgen Klopp's yeah. taken too lightly. And I think credit to our scouting base for finding him when no other club was linked to him even. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's a great youth option. And I think a lot of other fan bases think we overrate him. He just doesn't see enough game time for me. I think if if he started 38 games, I'd be surprised not to see him hit 15 goals, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even the games that he he has like played last season, was a very, it was very few because of injury and stuff. But like he did perform, he did perform quite quite well and the thing about Aubameyang I think like he just I, I don't see him like performing ever when he's playing in, on the, like the left wing because I think other teams have figured figured out like how to just how to stop Aubameyang because at mm. first his pace and you know his like act finishing and everything was just so good that like other teams just didn't know what to do yeah and like playing him on the on the wing is he's just not technically good enough like in terms yeah. of like dribbling and everything compared to all other wingers in the league so yeah. his only option is up front, I think, where we could see yeah. him maybe put a few goals in. Well, one moment that sticks out when thinking about him is last season when we came up against Man City. Obviously, we're going to lose to Man City because they're such a strong team. But mm. um, Aubameyang had a few yards on John Stones. And, you know, he's meant to be this pace merchant burning it. And he ran down. Stones caught up with him, shoulder barged him off and Aubameyang fell over. And I just felt I remember that, that was yeah. That was quite symbolic of the shocking season he's had. And it just doesn't look like it's getting any better. For whatever reason, Aubameyang yeah. left Lacazette up top and Pepe on the right. It just doesn't seem to work, even though I think all three are great, great talents. What are your thoughts on Pepe? We should speak about him. I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited to see Pepe this season because he, he was, he was, I think he had a, he had a good season last season and kind of justified the price tag. Um, but like he he looks really promising and he's finally starting to get his form in the team and mm. he's been good on the left and on the right so it's just positive there you know you can swap him around with Saka or yeah I, I'm I'm really happy to see um see Pepe like get, finally get his form. I I think his main problem was Bellerin actually because Bellerin's more of an inverted thing. Yeah, he won't. No, he he wants. Chambers actually because Chambers makes really good overlapping runs Pepe can then cut yeah. inside and he has you know two options and I think mm. that really suits him that's why he started to show form towards the end of last season he was really dangerous on that right wing with Chambers overlapping and yeah if he gets the starts I can see him getting 15 goals this season I know it's a bold statement but I can actually yeah. see it happening yeah. yeah like even on when he was playing on on the left wing last season with Cedric behind him and as left back, he looked really good because Cedric was giving him that like that that time to sort of cut in and 
just exactly. to do what he does, you know? Yeah. That's where his strengths are cutting and shooting or cutting and, and like creating something from that. Yeah, and he's good at set pieces too. And the mm. other attacking mid we haven't really spoken about, he was uh, watched by all the England fans over the summer. It's Prakaya Saka. Uh, obviously a really sad ending to the Euros, but yeah. I thought he had a great Euros and he should have been proud of himself for the performances he put in. Truly astonishing play at times. I think he changed oh, yeah. the game in quite a lot of the ties and helped us get to the final. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm so happy just like seeing uh, Saka like the at the Euros. You know, everyone was at the start were thinking about not including them, not including mm-hmm. him in the in like the reduced squad, and saying that he 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 would just be on the bench the whole time. And the first game he came in, he got man of the match, and he was incredible every time he played and yeah in that team. And he fit in really well at 19 years old. It was it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the most enjoyable parts of it. To be fair, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And um, who else have we been linked to recently? Obviously, it's the Arsenal rumor mill, so the fans like to get hyped up. But I've seen, I've seen some Lautaro Martinez links, and do you think he would fit into yeah. our system? Um, I'm not sure, but I think he possibly could, especially if we get Lacazette to leave, and he he could. He's been he was incredible for Inter Inter Milan last season. You know, he won they won the title as well there, and um, also um, Inter Milan need to like sell-off players. They need like a, a net profit of, I don't know, 70 million or something. So they, they, they will be looking to sell him. It's just Spurs have also been linked to them. And if we can get get him ahead of Spurs, that would be great. But I'm not yeah. sure if he's like our primary objective, but I would love to see him also. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think Inter are having a huge clear out at the moment. They're really struggling financially. So we could see people mm-hmm. like Barella, um, Lautaro, you know, these sorts of high quality players who normally yeah, yeah. Would, would be untouchable gone in this window, which is something that I think fans should, uh, clubs, I mean, should look more into. Um, but yeah, one outgoing. Lukaku as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you offer the right price, they're not going to say no when they're in such dire financial troubles. And um, yeah, the definitely. one outgoing, I guess, that I've been disappointed by actually was William Saliba even though it was only a loan you know three out of five years of his contract have now been out on loan he's not actually played in the Premier League for us after a 30 million price tag but the the saving matter is the fact that he's still only 20 years old as long as he's integral integral to us in the future I think this is good for Mm -hmm. his development he had a great first debut for Marseille exceptional stats I saw him overlapping and putting in an awesome cutback even though he's a center back for one of the Marseille strikers so yeah he's someone who we should be really excited about but also wondering what's he done to not get into the team do you have any ideas I I I really don't know I heard um I heard somewhere that it was his like his choice to go to to France to play a season but I don't know why he doesn't fit into you know the the Arsenal like Arteta's plans or whatever because he looks really good. And when he first joined as well, there was so much like hype for him, but from the fans that we finally got a good centre-back, a young centre-back that could, you know, stay with us for like a good, like 10 years even. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he is, he is really young though. So I'm not too worried about it because 20, 20 years old for centre-back is, is, is really young as well. Yeah. So hopefully we get to see him play for Arsenal in yeah. the Premier League soon. 
Exactly. And with, with defenders, they can stay in their prime until 31, 32. It, it, we could easily exactly. still see him spend 10 years at our club and all will be forgotten if he has the, the career that we expect him to have. Yeah, so, for sure. So do you, would you say you're Arteta in or Arteta out? And how long along the spectrum are you? So if 10 is Arteta out and one is Arteta in, where would you yeah. rank that, that's a really difficult one because I've tried to be like really optimistic with Arteta, you know, try to be really positive, like Arteta, like trust the process, you know, but it's starting to get tiring. But I, I, I don't really know if I can blame Arteta as much. Like I think Edu as well is responsible because in the transfer transfer front and, you know, getting the dead weight out of the club and getting the right players in and stuff like that. So I would give it like um, maybe a six, just a little bit Arteta out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not too convinced and I'm, I'm not too upset by him yet what about you i'm probably at the four mark so four out of ten because i think you know i think we should give him until the end of the transfer window what, what could easily yeah. happen is we go to brentford friday night pony gets a brace you know we're the laughing stock <laughs> and arsenal sort of start to realize actually we need a few more players and i remember it happened um eight or nine seasons ago actually when we were under Wenger Villa came to the Emirates and battered us 3-0 and we went out and signed Mesut so you never know oh yeah it could yeah something along those lines could happen again but if this transfer goes badly and we don't Mm -hmm. start well I think it could be curtains for him if I'm honest the thing is he's got like he's got a lot of pressure on him because our first three games are like quite difficult games as well I think even Brentford like it's they're quite an unknown team as well for the Premier League no one's really seen the Premier League before so mm. and then right after that we've got two really really big clubs that have spent really well this um yeah Chelsea this and exactly I don't see so, us getting any points off them neither so but I, I think even if we lose to them we can't really blame Arteta for any of that but there is a bit of there is like I think a couple of weeks left of the window so mm. um hopefully if we can see a couple more signings come in I'll be really really happy yeah, but at the moment, it's not. I'm not too optimistic for the season. Yeah, and um, I just hope we can carry on from the second half of last season because, in the grand scheme of things, it was actually really good what we did in the second half. It was just the first half that let us down, yeah. and that was mainly because we had no number ten, right? Because Smith Rowe came in late, and then we signed Odegaard yeah. as well. So, you know, yeah. Perhaps James Madison. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I've got some insider sources at Leicester who tell me that he's had a couple bus stops actually. Um, once with Rogers and once with Wes Morgan. They Wes Morgan and Madison supposedly actually got into a fight, but it managed to not get leaked um, until oh, wow. now. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've also heard that he broke COVID rules multiple times and then one time he oh, yeah. got suspended for it. And instead of going to support the team at the game, he went and played golf, you know. Uh, I really oh, wow. liked him before starting to hear all these rumours, but yeah. you know, it slightly puts you off that when a player thinks he's bigger than the club and he's quite arrogant, oh, yeah, you know, that's sure. not what we need to rebuild this club and put it back to where it belongs. Yeah, I was, I was, I was a fan of him as well like a couple of years ago but I, I just don't see him like taking us to the next step either you know he's, mm. he's good but I we need someone like really good because even if you look at um the season before this last season we ended it so well we won the FA Cup we ended the season well we won the, our community shield against 
against big teams, Liverpool, City. We beat Chelsea as well in the FA Cup. And then last season, we just started off really bad. Mm. And the first half season was just not great. So I, I really hope, you know, we can carry on this momentum. And yeah, Emil Smith, yeah. Rose, Saka, they're exciting. Um, exciting this season, hopefully. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Another thing I thought I'd mention is um, from what I've heard and what I've been reading, the Premier League is starting to tighten the homegrown quota. So the number of English players that you need in your squad, etc., is going to start to go up, which is why I think we've started planning now and we're targeting players like Madison, Ben White, Ramsdale. Oh, you know, yeah. These are all homegrown English players proven in the Premier League. I've maybe, seen not, that, yeah. maybe not Ramsdale, <laughs> but, you know, I, I can, if that is the case, then I guess it's sensible, but... Are they really going to push us yeah. to that next level? That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Where, where do you but think we're going to finish? If you look at it, that's that's really. I I I think I definitely don't see us getting Champions League football. That's out of the picture for me right now. As much as like I usually try to be really optimistic with our like where we're going to finish. Like this is going to be a really good season, just a randomly good season. But yeah. um, if we're lucky, fifth. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely see us. I definitely see us like going ahead of Tottenham. They've just, especially if they get rid of Kane, if Kane leaves, um, I think we can definitely go ahead of them. And then, if you look at like you know City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, we're definitely not going anywhere near them. But then they're obviously like the other one, the other clubs like you know the West Ham, Leeds could have a really good season. There are just so many other clubs that have could have a good season. Yeah. So. This- this is yeah. the least optimistic I've been in quite a few years, if I'm honest. Just because, Same, yeah. not not so much just because of how we've prepared. I just think the four teams, Man U, Man City, Liverpool and Chelsea, they all just look like absolute super teams, you know. No exactly. weaknesses at all. And we've still got so many holes that need need filling um, in this yeah. pretty inexperienced and... A, a side that's not won a lot in all honesty you know I, I think we're still a way yeah. off especially when you have City and Chelsea spending 100 million plus on individual players, players. I mean that's just crazy exactly. how on earth are we going to compete with any of this but yeah it's, it's not looking too good if I'm honest where, where do you where do you predict we'll finish yeah. at the end if, of this if season? I'm being if I'm being positive I'll go fifth but I reckon it could be more like sixth which is still an yeah. improvement on last season. It's a big improvement, yeah, definitely. It's not not where we want to be. You know, we want to be pushing for top four at the least with an outside chance in the at the title. And it's yeah. just getting worse and worse year on year. Um, so yeah, exactly. Who do you think is gonna win player of the year, both for Arsenal and for the whole Premier League? For Arsenal, I think it's gonna be Saka. I, there's like, isn't a doubt that it wouldn't be Saka. Maybe Smith Rowe, maybe Pepe, but it has to be Saka. I think Saka will definitely win. The fans love him. He's been like really great in the Euros and coming mm. up last season. Um, for the Premier League, it's, it's I don't know, it's a bit difficult, but um, if Harry Kane goes to City, I think it'll definitely be him. Last season, he was incredible in, in that Tottenham team, you know, top goal scorer, top mm. assist. Um, but otherwise... I don't see San. I don't see any of the new United signings either because maybe Sancho, young player of the year, maybe. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, maybe one of the Liverpool forwards, Mane Salah, but because they've also they they had a centre back problem and they they got a really really good centre back to to fix that. So all the top four teams have done so well, like to know to fix their problems. United have knew they needed a centre back and a winger, and they've got that exactly. So yeah, yeah what about I you? What, what do you predict? Um, player of the year, it's a tough one. You always want to go for a slight outside bet, don't you? Um, exactly. I, I, yeah. I think that Man City are going to win the league again. Um, oh, yeah, they for just sure, yeah. so strong. And I'll probably give it to Jack Grealish just because I think he could oh, wow. have an exceptional season. I think he could, he has the potential to win player of the year. Prove, does, prove Gareth does, yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, but do you think um do you, do you think that Grealish would would like would be like a first starter for 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 City with the the players they've got? You'd hope so, but you never know with Pep. He loves he loves to play a bit yeah. of the old roulette game, you know, just mix and yeah. match. And I think the the thing is, last season, um, even when De Bruyne wasn't injured, he basically had to play every game because they have no creative midfielder in that role. And exactly. I think Jack can play that number eight role as well as a winger role. He's got such good recovery oh, yeah, as sure. well. So I can, if he doesn't get the minutes, then perhaps he won't get it. But I can, yeah, I have I have faith that he's going to do well at City this season. Oh yeah, definitely same. Potentially even Riyad Mahrez, maybe not player of the. He's has he done it before? Did he win it with Leicester? I can't remember. But um, I think so. He he won like the um, like Africa Player of the Year or something, didn't yeah. he? But so, the but Mar is also shout. True. Yeah. The fact that um, he's actually so he's the opposite of versatile. He can only really play on the right, but that might actually play in his yeah. favor with the whole Pep system because he is their best right winger. He can't play anywhere else. Yeah. He will play the majority of the games on that right wing. Let's say he gets thirty games. I could easily see him getting what fifteen goals, fifteen assists, and if oh, City yeah, win sure. the league, then that yeah. is a phenomenal um, target. And for breakout player, maybe it's too much, but I'm thinking I'll go for Albert Sambi Lakonga if he gets the game time. I've been really impressed yeah. with him pre-season, and I think he's got it within him to make the step up and you know be there for when Arsenal need him. I really do hope he gets to play the, like the game time because he does look exciting. He's young and he's got like a good future. But if he gets a play time, I, I'm sure he would do really well. But I, I don't think Arteta will give him like good minutes. You know, maybe he'll play him yeah. in the easy games or in the like the, the cups or something like that. But I don't see him like starter for against United, against yeah. City or against Chelsea or anything big like that. Yeah. I think now I've said experience. now I've said all this. I bet he's gonna get a red card on his debut or something like that. <laughs> Do you have any um, breakout really players in mind? Um, breakout player? I think Emil smith He kind of had a breakout season last season, but I think he'll really take it to the next step, especially with like, the increased amount of game time. I think he should be a starter on, on, for, for, for Arteta, mm. 100%. After um, we saw last season. Do you have any hidden gems outside of Arsenal who you think, oh, he's going to have a great season? Oh, um, Billy Gilmore just went to, to Norwich. Yeah. And if he gets minutes for Norwich, I think he'll be really good because he was really good for, for Scotland in the Euros, especially at like such a young age. True. Yeah, um, I agree. He definitely, yeah, he definitely seems like he could do really, really well. But um, what yeah. about you? Have yeah, you I, I can see that coming. Hmm. It's a... 
it's a tough one, isn't it? I uh, I really like the look of Olis at Crystal Palace, actually. He's uh, similar mm-hmm. to the Eze mould, and I think under Vieira, you know... We well, yeah, Eze was really good last season. And um, there's also a, a Wolves guy who is Portuguese. You know, they, they, get, they pluck all these Portuguese one <laughs> oh, yeah. out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Francisco Trincao. He is um, on loan from Barcelona and they've Barcelona, had, to, yeah. had to give give him up basically because of the financial situation, yeah. just get a bit of wages off their bill. And um, yeah, he was he was signed by Barca for about 25 million last summer. And I just think oh, he's wow. got great dribbling from what I've yeah. seen. He's really good at ball, ball progression and retention. And I just think he can be a really exciting option for a Wolves team. Yeah, I don't think many people are talking about him as well. So he could be one to... He plays on the, he plays on the right wing, doesn't he? Yeah, he can play across the attacking yeah. line. But yeah, he's he's one to watch, I would say. Even um, Wolves even signed um, Ait Nuri, isn't it? From He used to play in France. Yeah. And I think he's, he's, a, he's like a fullback and he, he's supposed to be like a really good talent. Yeah, so and he... Um, it'd be good to see how he does. He came on loan last season and he impressed in the few minutes he got. And now I think they made it permanent this season. But yeah, I've been impressed too. Well, thanks for coming on, Sahil. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me, George. We'll stop now. But yeah, it's been great talking to you and I'm sure we'll do this again soon. Yeah, same here. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Bye.